relatively on time this week. Yeah, that happened. Despite the craziness. (laughs) Yeah. The East Coast is currently snowed in at the moment. New York City in particular. Makes me happy that I live in California. (laughs) In the West. Right? West California, too. Yeah. Whoa. So hopefully hopefully people weren't planning any East Coast trips right about now. I heard uh, about nine... 900? 9,000? 900. Flights? Flights got canceled. That's crazy. So, yeah, there's no, no getting out, no getting in. And that's why it makes sense for certain months of the year just to avoid Flying. traveling, you know, north or where it's a colder climate. I remember when, um, a few years back, when that volcano in Iceland was like, Mm-hmm. doing that like it was acting up and it was just delaying flights all over the mm. east coast for some reason too like it was just that bad this was recently like two or three years yeah ago, right? yeah it was a few years ago i just remember like that was pretty hectic too. they couldn't kind of reminds me of that this people wasn't. like from the uk that had tours planned over here like i think mm-hmm. gary newman was planning on coming here and he had to cancel or he had to delay his flights over here right and that affected a lot of People who travel for work, I'm sure. Yeah. That's a bummer. It had a really long name. <laughs> the volcano. Yeah. No, yeah. I d- when you said Denmark, I was like... or, or Iceland. Iceland. Oh, Iceland. Iceland. <laughs> Sorry. Island. Island. I was like, it's in that general area. Somewhere. Yeah, it has an Icelandic name. Oh. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Beautiful language. There's apparently, I don't know if you've heard, there's a new airline called Wow. Oh, yeah, I saw it, and it would have, it was like a $100 or $90 trip Something to crazy. Iceland, right? Yeah. But you had to find a way back. That was the catch. Like, it was it was a round mean? trip. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. It's only a one-way flight? Yeah. That's scary. <laughs> I didn't see that part of it. If I were, like, rubbing elbows with Bjork or Sigurd so I'd just be like, I'm down. I got somebody to stay with up there. But uh, that's not the situation. <laughs> it's a one-way situation. <laughs> so I want it to be a one-way situation. That's the only funny. way. That's the way to go over yeah. there. You gotta meet those people. Yes. Oh, meet the right people here. at the right entrance. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we're breaking In the, the meantime, I will read a new story. It's actually not a new story, but more of an announcement. Uh, Sting and Peter Gabriel announced joint North American tour. This is out of Stereo Gum. Uh, Sting and Peter Gabriel are two of the old gods of ambitious, searching, prog inclined 80s pop. The two English gentlemen toured together in late 80s for Amnesty International, and they're about to hit the road together again this summer and playing some of North America's finest hockey arenas and what they're calling the Rock, Paper, Scissors Tour. The two still um, will sing a lot of duets on the tour, and they say that they're planning to play the hits. They also say that the main point of the tour is to have fun, which is nice. In a video promoting the show, we see the two of them talking about how much they like each other, rehearsing a bit of Gabriel's Shock the Monkey at Gabriel's own real-world studio. Below, watch the video and check out the tour dates. And again, they will be playing all over the U.S. um, at places such as Columbus, Ohio, Philadelphia, New York, New York, and Madison Square Garden. Um few places in Canada, uh, Milwaukee, San Jose at the Sap Center, it's closest to us, uh, Lake Tahoe at Harvey's, uh, the Hollywood Bowl in Los Angeles, and Key Arena in Seattle, Washington. So we are considering 
somehow getting uh, our asses all the way up to or down to San Jose. Get your asses on the floor, like that. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, apparently this is uh, they're going to do, do, do they were going to be duetting their hits and they're going to play most of their hits. Uh huh. So I think it's worth it. I don't know. I'm kind of concerned about the price. Yeah, that would be the only concern. That's going to be the kicker for us. But at the same time, um, you never know. We might uh, just charge it on our credit cards and have the time of our lives. Not worry there, about it. The future, Aicha and Crystal worry about it. <laughs> 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 like fake yeah. laugh. <laughs> it's like, uh, <laughs> uh, Well, that's pretty exciting. That's definitely something out of the ordinary. Yeah. So... Very exciting. Well, I just uh, lugged this stand-up bass from, from over there to here without dropping it. Congratulations. I congratulate you. So I am very proud. And it's a gym. It's all that gym you've been doing. Yeah. <laughs> and um, Audra from The Good Bad is uh, looking for a parking spot at the moment, but she will be here momentarily. So we're very excited to have her. And a st- We haven't had a stand-up bass in quite a while. Since uh, the, the Creek. The creek? And that was three years ago. Yeah, <laughs> more than much. three years ago, right? Yeah, three or four years ago. <clears throat> a long time ago. Back in the good old days. Well, I still think we're doing pretty well, so I guess it's still the good old days, if you think about it. <laughs> and let's see. The latest version of The Enemy. Everyone's still talking about David Bowie. It hasn't even been two weeks yet. We're still mourning. We're still mourning. Um, I still thought about him while I was going apeshit in Vegas. Um, I can't stand, as you know, I can't stand certain kinds of of music, but um, in my head I can play whatever song I want. Yeah. So this guy um, comes to mind, and people are still talking about him. Ground Control to David Bowie. Two weeks on from the great man's death, the tributes keep on coming. Kate Bush said he was intelligent, imaginative, brave, charismatic, cool, sexy, and truly inspirational. He created such staggeringly brilliant work, but so much of it, and it was so good. Who else has left a mark like this? No one. Uh, Jarvis Cocker said Bowie made people feel that it was all right to be a bit different and to try things out. Uh, Wynn Butler from Arcade Fire said, David Bowie created the world that made it possible for our band to exist and welcomed us into it with grace and warmth, a true artist even in his passing. Damon Alburn said, he had such a profound effect on my life, I don't know where to start. Courtney Love said, farewell, Major Tom, there are no words. Rest in peace, David, another hero remembered. Uh, Grace Jones said, he was a master of theater within popular music. He will be missed. Uh, Justin Timberlake, he said, I can never express in words how you'll continue to inspire me. Thank you for That's showing. That's surprising. Thank you for showing a pimple-faced, curly-mopped kid that different was the thing to be. A genius for the ages and the ages to come. And Alex Turner said, he's in the DNA of every record I've made. To some extent, he's been built in for a long time. And Grimes said, rest in peace to the great late King B, without whom none of us would exist. And then Queens Queens of the Stone Age, see you in Valhalla, Black Star. (laughs) Those are all cute. (laughs) I know. Um... 
And we went to a cafe, ritual cafe today, and um, of course everybody was dressed as a different era, David Bowie. That was really nice. Even after two weeks, that was really nice to see. Yeah, it was nice. kind of, it was unexpected, right? It was. I didn't expect to see that, obviously. <laughs> Even last week, I would have not expected to see that. But uh, maybe in New York. Um, mm-hmm. but that was really nice. Mm-hmm. Um, I have Jack White, Pearl Jam, Big Sean, uh, Meek Mill, um, support Flint residents during water crisis. Michigan City, ailing from poison water, gets some assistance from high-profile musicians. Jack, actually, uh, right now the the city of Flint, Michigan, is going through a water crisis. High lead levels have been found in the city's water supply. President Barack Obama has declared a state of emergency in the city, and government Rick Snyder is expected to testify before Congress about the crisis. Several high-profile musicians are offering financial assistance to the city of res- city's residents. Jack White's Third Man Records have started a water drive for Flint. They're raising money through Crowd Rice, and every $13 donation enters you into the chance to become a Third Man Platinum Vault subscriber for five years. Platinum members receive exclusive records and merchandise, live chats with White, and more. Oh my god, I might do that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> might Come have to, to think pay thirteen dollars at their new Detroit f- uh, storefront. They're also accepting donations from a chance to win their limited edition Hateful Eight soundtrack box set. Oh, I didn't know he did the soundtrack. Um, Pearl Jam have also started a crowd rise campaign, and what's more, they've pledged to donate three hundred thousand for the United Way of Genesee County Flint Water Fund. Uh, Big Sean has also supported a crowd rise from a uh, fundraising effort and needed $10,000 through his nonprofit and Sean Anderson Foundation, quoting, I am devastated by the water crisis, but that has put the entire city of Flint in a state of emergency. Um, and it is my hope that they can help, they can be helped by raising money needed to ensure that the children who have been hit by the hardest receive the care they need today as well as in the future. Uh, McMeal reported made a donation to the Flint Child Health and Development Fund. He also sent 600,000 bottles of water to the Food Bank of Eastern Michigan and encouraged his Instagram nemesis, 50 Cent, to help out as well. Uh, Sure sent over uh, 180 bottles, uh, 80,000 bottles of water to the Food Bank of Eastern Michigan. She has been very vocal about how Governor Snyder should resign and be jailed. That was it. Son of a gun. Son of a gun. Son of a gun. I like how rappers getting involved and calling each other out to, to donate money. It's got to do it, yo. <laughs> like that? Do it positively, Do I it, guess. yo. If you're gonna, if you're gonna <laughs> talk shit about how much money you have, okay, put your money with your mouth. Shell it out. Yeah, you know, Just donate it. <laughs> <laughs> Just put it where it matters. Yeah, for exactly. Once. Don't just throw it in the air. Give it to people who could actually use it for yeah. something good. Well, that's that's what they're saying. <laughs> God, <he's shook. laughs> Do something meaningful with your bling and your... <laughs> okay, we can't. We can't pull okay. it over too late. Yeah, let's not go there. Okay. <laughs> so, anyways, uh, the good bad is here, and we're really excited to have them. Thanks. Great. And um, how are you guys doing tonight? We're doing great. Great. And uh, do you want to tell us a little bit about yourselves and why you're here tonight? Sure. Uh, we're here tonight just to generally get the word out about us. We've been around the city for a long time. We've played as a, a couple of different bands. Um, most recently, the Neckbeard Boys, and 
about a year ago we changed our name to The Good Bad and we're kind of hitting the trail pretty hard playing some high energy bluegrass music. Right on. Yeah. And um, have you played that type of music consistently or have you changed? Yeah, the previous bands were all, or the previous carnations, incarnations. Carnation is a flower. <laughs> Carnation it's milk. It's yeah. a filler flower. It used to be flowers. Now we're musicians. Um, yeah, it's all been this kind of raucous drinking music. That right on. And we encourage that, yeah. by the way. Mutiny <laughs> Radio loves that. Good company, though. <laughs> That's good. And you guys are going to be playing a show down the street at? Yeah, we're playing tonight at Amnesia. Amnesia. Yeah. Right. Um, actually, Audra here, the bass player, and I... Um, we are going to be playing in all three of the bands oh, that wow. are playing right, tonight. Right. That's insane. So we're doing a heavy workload. <laughs> yeah. You're going to be uh, we're prepared. We're each only in two, but yeah. together we, we straddle the three. Not to brag or anything. No. <laughs> but then you have a bigger chance of making a, a buck. I yeah, guess that so. Or something like that. But here in the city, especially here in the city, it's, it's less about making money for us and more about it's, just yeah. kind of having a party with our friends. You know, we're lucky enough that our fans are our friends, and they come and support us. So. That's awesome. And who else are you going to be playing with tonight? Uh, there's a band called Mean Louise that Audra is in, and a band called Twine House that I'll be playing the bass in. Mm-hmm. And then The Good Bad will be headlining. We go on around 10 o'clock, 10.30. Right on. And um, is Amnesia one of your favorite venues to play at in the city? or where do you It definitely to... is. It's been, I've been here for 12 years or so, and it's Congrats. always been a, a kind of a staple of the community especially the bluegrassy kind of music Mm -hmm. um it's always been very supportive of that so it's it's great for us to go there and play we've played there before several times and we just always have a great night there that's awesome and what is the cover charge if there's one ten dollars ten dollars not bad (laughs) you won't have to to check with the treasurer hence you're not a solo artist you're an actor (laughs) right exactly (laughs) remember the band needs each other And where can people find out more about your band online? Well, we're on Facebook. That's probably the most constantly updated version of ourselves. Uh, we also are on Reverb Nation, and uh, we have our own website. Yeah, uh, thegoodbadmusic.com is our website. Mm-hmm. We're on Spotify. Oh, yeah, I noticed that. Uh-huh, yeah. yeah so have to check you. CD, baby. We're all over the place. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's great. And would you say most of your listening audience is based here in the Bay Area? or do you... It is, yeah. We've been touring around a little bit, but the majority of our fan base is, is here. You know, we spend a lot of time here in home court, and uh, it's nice. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. We um, are a little spread out, though. I have mm-hmm. a, a decent chunk of fan base up in New England. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah um, I could see that. It's where I'm from, so they... There you go. The family spreads the word, and they come out, and they come to the shows. It's fun. It's fun. New England, where in particular? I'm from Massachusetts. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Right outside of Cape Cod. Okay. When we started the band, everyone in the band was from California, and they were all surfers. And then there was me (laughs) from Massachusetts, and I had never surfed before in my life. It was a real funny dynamic. They'd all, we'd go down to Santa Cruz to play a show, and they'd just have their eyes on the ocean the whole time. Right, like, when's this going to be over? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Distractions. Mm -hmm. But then it's also good to have that kind of difference, right? Uh, Bouncing off of each other, your your influences. It makes a big difference in in songwriting, especially. Uh, You find, like, they wrote with a a very West Coast style, Mm -hmm. and I wrote a little bit more, especially lyrically, more like I talk, a little bit faster, a little bit more uh, edgy. edgy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And where, who would you say are your musical influences? 
they're pretty wide ranging. I know myself personally, when we started this project, it was very much about The Devil Makes Three. It was very much that kind of like almost a punk attitude with, with bluegrass instrumentation, mm -hmm. you know, still like a real lively, high energy show. Um, and darker. Yeah, a little bit darker. And as we've played more and more, it's grown more into a broader bluegrass, more like uh, like Bella Fleck a little bit, and uh, I certainly like listen to a lot of that. Mm -hmm. um, but because we do such vocal work, we do a lot of mm -hmm. three, four part vocal harmonies. Mm -hmm. You know, there are a lot of influences that come from the vocal world as well. Yeah, definitely. And um, where do you guys see yourself in the next year? What are some uh, projects that you're working on? Well, the big deal for us in the next year is, is touring outside of the state. Uh, we're spending a lot of time up in Oregon. Uh, we're trying to get up to Washington, over to Montana. Mm -hmm. um, we'd really love to be playing in some of the, you know, the festivals. Like, there's so many awesome festivals here Hardly, str Hardly Strictly. We have been trying to get into Hardly Strictly oh, for years. For six I couldn't years, picture you guys the there. Party, and we have such a great time. And actually, I know with Aaron... That's, Aaron is the, the guy from player. off the street. Okay. Yeah. Uh, he and I, this band really kind of formed because of Hardly Strictly, and so we would just love to play it. But keep trying. Someday. Someday. We're Don't give up. Trying. Anyone out there with Hardly oh. Strictly? Hi. Give us a call. <laughs> we'll do it. <laughs> They're big fans of the show. Ah, cool. But yeah, we were just thinking or we were talking about the last time we had a stand-up bass was another local bluegrass band called the creek oh yeah we know the creek and that was a couple of years ago we we're like yeah i haven't heard from them in a while actually are they yeah. still yeah i haven't either hmm. they we were I... a huge record or it was like a kickstarter oh yeah I, I remember that but yeah um hardly strictly has really been picking up the past couple of years like outside lens but yeah i think once they uh it seems like uh, when Warren, like all of those kind of the old guards started passing away, you saw it started getting a little bit more eclectic with their music choices and a little mm -hmm. bit bringing in bigger and bigger people. Yeah. Right, but there's still room for the little guys. Right. But you guys aren't so little anymore. You're growing. We're growing. Is that right? That's <laughs> <laughs> a good analogy, right? Yeah. <laughs> He's still thinking about it. I don't know. It'd be nice. That, that, that festival, they give low, like smaller groups like a chance yeah. to be seen which I guess I'm very new to this group but I guess that's probably what the goal would be to like somehow get the, someone to help us out and be like can you put us in, you know getting, on the right state you know that's what part of that festival is all about I think getting that exposure the initial exposure rather to a new audience or mm -hmm. you know somebody who's going to take you to the next level too right yeah, yeah. hopefully that's gonna happen <laughs> I like your positivity so I'd love to hear a song by you guys. Um, do you want me to start maybe with a track off of Spotify, or I'll totally leave it up to you guys? You, um, you could do that if you'd like, or we could just grab the instruments and play one for you if you'd rather. Yes, let's do that. Okay. Because okay. I love hearing bluegrass right live. Here. Let's do that. <laughs> yeah, let's grab the instruments, guys. Oh, we'll set up right here. I opened them all up. Someone's ready to go. <laughs> We're prepared. We try. Well, there's, when there's so many of us in the band, like yeah. it's easy to prepare. Yeah. Uh, we've seen it all here at Mutiny Radio. I'm trying to queue up. Oh, I, I was going to queue up a song, but maybe not. Maybe not. I have a CD on if you I did make a playlist. Oh, okay. 
But look, see? We're, we're quick and easy. <laughs> That's what I love. I mean, we don't, usually we get that, but not normally. <laughs> I don't know if that makes sense. It does. Usually, but not normally. <laughs> <laughs> what is normal anyway? Right. Oh, look at that. I didn't see that before. What? On the up above panel. They've been, there. They've been really? there for a few weeks now. There, I didn't notice it. <laughs> I only see that because I kept knocking into it. Knocking it over. Just give us a second yeah. to tune up here. Take your time. It's an old, the old musician's quandary. <laughs> People who actually tune their instruments. Mm. You can play a song while they tune up. But I like it. That's how we should do that. Part of the experience. We can hear it. This is a song called Tuning. Let's everybody. All right. I think we're set. Okay. All right. Well, this is The Good Bad, and stay tuned for more Mutiny Radio. Little spare change? Yeah, they all ride when they're on their own You said you didn't want anything for me Well, why'd you go and take away everything I need? I think it's best, babe, just to let it burn I'll sit back and stoke that flame and burn your love to no return So come back down now from your mountain home Well, I know I've done you right, even though I've done you wrong I tell you once, I tell you twice, I tell you once, I tell you
it's best you travel on. Is there any way I can play that song when somebody asks me for spare change? That's a big part of it. She lives in downtown, so that's yeah. happens a lot. Uh, yeah. There's a lot of homeless people yeah. around. Yeah, I live right on Fourteenth uh, and Minna, and I, I wrote that song pretty much walking down the street one day. That's how the chorus <laughs> you, came up. You know how it is. Yeah, exactly. Living that life, mm-hmm. and. That's great. <laughs> is that song um, available on an album or for download? It is. That's off of our uh, our most recent release, um, which we pretentiously self-titled. <laughs> we thought we were so good well, that we, we could just self-title it. We came to a stalemate. Nobody could agree <laughs> okay. on the on the things on the name of the album, so we're just like, well, it just time right keep, out. Yeah, time yeah. Right yeah. Now. we're like, okay, we it's were. self-titled. <laughs> so yeah, that one's called the Good Bad, and I think the easiest way to purchase it is on CD Baby. Oh yeah, that's a that's an oldie but a goodie. That's been I mean it's been, right, around, it's been around for a long, for a long time. time. I kind of forgot about it until Otter, the bass player here. Yeah, and how much of a cut do you get, if you don't mind me asking? I don't remember right offhand, but it's like eighty-five or something percent. Oh wow, that's not bad. Wow, that's, that's pretty good. pretty generous. Yeah, that's not bad at all. That's, all right. that's all right. worth it. And um, tell us a little bit more about the instrumentation. Is this pretty much standard for this most songs? This is pretty songs, standard. Or? Oftentimes we'll have a fiddle player with us. Um, we don't like to change up too much uh, the overall instrumentation on songs. Um, we do some slide guitar work, which, which comes through on the new album a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, right now we've got Aaron on the mandolin, Audra on the bass, and Peter on the banjo, and I'm on the guitar here. Um, and when we have the fiddle player with us, it's nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, unfortunately, yeah, you couldn't make it in time for the radio show, but he'll be here at Amnesia this evening. Right on. And what uh, what time does the good bad go on? I think 10.30 is what we're slotted for. 10.30. But in the nature of live music, we'll probably go on at 10.45 or 11. <laughs> or just keep you drinking at the know. bar. Yeah. And then yeah. <laughs> you never know, it's true. You might go in on 9. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that happened to us once. Show. We went there and uh, we were booked for the... We were booked at 9, o- 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock? What happened? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were booked at 9, so all of our fans showed up at 9. And then the venue changed on us at the last minute oh, and shoot. asked us to go on at midnight. Oh, shoot. And it was a Tuesday night. Oh, so that's like, the worst. You lost your fan base. Yeah. You know what's great is when uh, the venue doesn't expect you. Have you ever done that before? Oh, mm-hmm. no. And, and the venue's like, who are you? Like, oh, man. You guys are tonight? And we're like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> nah. This is such a tough conversation. <laughs> that's interesting. What's, what's the craziest interaction you've had at a venue? Or, like, what's the most memorable thing? Oh, I don't think, I think mine's probably too explicit for the radio. <laughs> I want to hear it. <laughs> and that involves a, a gig out in, um, out in Sacramento. Ah. That's why. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm like, ah. <laughs> Can already see where this is going. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're going to leave that one behind. Just... Everyone from SAC is so mad right now after that comment. <laughs> They're All like, I'm not listening to this station ever again. <laughs> And how did you come up with the name of, for the group? Some pe- when I was telling people promoting you guys for the show, they're like, "The Good Bad, The Good Bad." <laughs> they were curious about the name. Yeah, so. uh, I think um, the impetus behind that one was on Aaron. Uh, Aaron and I used to work together, and uh, we were sitting down at the, the coffee table in the in the break room and trying to come up with a new name. You know, being the Neckbeard Boys for so long, 
we just were struggling to find a new name. And uh, I don't remember exactly well, how was, you came uh, up with well, it. Well, initially it was going to be Uncle Dad and the Good Oh, Uncle oh. Dad, that's right. <laughs> Sorry, I was like... <laughs> yeah, no, Uncle Dad, yeah. Uncle Dad. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about this. So, <laughs> I don't know where this conversation's going. To <laughs> so There's we, a reason yeah, we didn't keep right. the Uncle Dad part. There's a reason why we left that part out. Yeah. Our story. Oh, so we're God. like, yeah, let's just let's go with the Good Bad. That's got a nice ring to it, you know? And uh, so there you go. So, because it rhymed with Uncle Dad. Well, yeah, That's it was fine. either that yeah. or the firm worms. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I had no idea that the other options were being considered. I did have a conversation earlier today where someone, it, it came up, there's bad can be used in a, in a the good sense, like Michael Jackson or whatever. Right. So Who's bad? There's the bad oh, bad, and then there's the good, the good bad. bad, and we're that. Oh. There you go. Just tell everyone that. The light works better. Totally mixed. Got it. <laughs> first <laughs> <laughs> right here <laughs> and how did you guys initially meet so you guys worked together yeah Aaron and I worked together um Craigslist Craigslist yeah <laughs> isn't it amazing the best things come from Craigslist apparently <laughs> people get murdered on there too but you know I'm <laughs> Ooh, yeah. I, the weirdest Craigslist thing I ever did was actually not joining this band it was uh, I did a ride share to Alaska, and the first time I oh, met the wow. guy was getting in his car in Berkeley to drive to Alaska together. Oh, wow. And seven days later, we were like best friends. Oh, oh, that's like crazy. A, like a I love it. Dude in a small car. That's right? a different. That's another situation. Well, there was so an artist crazy. here that had like they had a, like an expo here mm-hmm. at our art space, and they she met her husband through Craigslist. Oh, that's right. Wow. Yeah, David. Back in the that. day, though, back when it first started. Oh, yeah. yeah. When it was legit. When Craig was still happened. monitoring. Yeah. This connection. This looks legit. That looks okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's super crazy. But um, I'd love to hear another song. Yeah. All right. How about, um, what do you guys think? Whiskey Devil or Joshua? Oh, or? yeah. Ooh. Either. Or. Pick one. Whiskey Devil Whis- or Joshua. The whiskey one. I would. <laughs> the name itself. <laughs> Just. <laughs> Sure, this is a really old song. It's it's um, one of the first songs we wrote, for sure. Luke Filbert, if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> Luke knows what's up. Um, it's about whiskey. Alright, here we go. On your midnight stroll, when you find that bottle, you find your home. Open up and crawl inside, no one will be looking for you by and by. We all drink from the well, but only some fall in and scream like hell. Round in darkness, you've been there before. Never be a happy till you're face down on the floor. Stand. 
here I am Tumbling through the Again, let me guess. You're a repeat offender. <laughs> not, not the first time. Yeah. The second time, the third time, fourth time. <laughs> do you have any other shows coming up besides the one tonight? We do. Yeah. Um, let's see. Next weekend, we're playing in Tahoe at Squaw in Squaw Village, um, and then at the end of February. Uh, again, we're in South Lake Tahoe at, at the Divided Sky, which is in Myers. And then um, March 4th, we're playing at Point Reyes. Yeah, Station. the Western Saloon. Ah, is, uh, Saloon. March 18th, we're playing a benefit here in the city. And on the 19th, making uh, our first show at the Legionnaire Saloon in Oakland. Right on. And what's your favorite kind of crowd to play to? Would it be. Like something local. That was an easy way. Yeah, easy one to too. answer. Yeah. They do, know how to have fun. Yeah. Do they tend yeah. to start singing along? Every once in a while, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah we get some sing-alongs. We've yeah. got a song, uh, Joshua. People like to sing along to that one. Yeah. <laughs> I, do, I do want to mention uh, real quick before mm-hmm. we move on from the, the show calendar. Um, <laughs> we are, we're playing April um, April 22nd. I believe. Oh, the Lagunitas. Yeah, oh, yeah, I've heard of that. That will be oh, okay. a show with drunk people. We'll be in good shape for that one. Guaranteed. Yeah. People are like sitting down. It's a little reserved, yeah. There is beer. Yeah, but we'll be playing, so they'll get up and dance. Yeah. 
that's that's starters that's like the appetizer and then when you guys come on it's like the full meal right the full course start stomping their feet that's great and who if you were to open for a major act who would you what would be your number one choice Open for a major act. Mm-hmm. Green Sky would be great. Devil Makes Three would be great. Mm-hmm. They're playing tonight, right? Yeah, they're over yeah. at Fox. Fox. Mm-hmm. The, the Wood Brothers would be awesome. You should go crash their show. Yeah, right? <laughs> be busking outside. If we weren't playing our own, we probably would be doing that. Next time. Awesome. Uh, there'd be so many great people to play. You know, yeah. luckily here, especially in California, everyone wants to come to California on tour. So That's all these true. great acts come through all the time. Yeah. Definitely. And how long have you guys been playing your instruments? Ah, so that's kind of an interesting... um, When we started this band, way back in the day, the reason... uh, I shouldn't say the reason we started. One of the benefits of starting was we got to play instruments that we'd never played before, like the dobro or the banjo. For me. That was for Aaron and and myself. Yeah, that was also kind of the reason. Yeah, yeah. We were like, oh, I want to learn how to play the banjo. Okay, great. Um, But... I've been playing the guitar since I was maybe 14 or 15. You know, Peter's yeah. been playing his whole life on that thing. No, no, actually. No? He yeah, just started like He just <laughs> started tonight. No, I started when I was 19. I'm 26 now, so. Oh, wow, yeah. Yeah, math. Uh, seven years. <laughs> math. <laughs> Good old math. <laughs> and your instrument has a name? Oh, this is a mandolin. Yep. Oh, it says the. Oh, we call it Sally. Oh, yeah, this is a mandolin. Oh, this is it's uh, the name. It's um the lore. Uh, the that's lore. Who makes the mandolin? So. Um, it's not a real lore though, is it? It's uh, a. <laughs> it does say it twice. It's a, uh, it's a, yeah, they he did like he didn't make it. I think he's in Australia or something. They're faking just, it. The, those things are like quarter million dollar mandolins. The lore. The lore. Yeah. Listen, San Francisco, do not break into this man's hand. Mandolin is not worth a quarter. I know. We've had a couple oh, heard about it often. Shh, don't tell anyone you're here. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's a radio show. Undisclosed radio bunker. And remind us again the best way to find you guys online to find out more. Facebook is great. If you just look up The Good Bad on Facebook, our website is thegoodbadmusic.com. Mm-hmm. And gosh, we've got an Instagram and all kind of little Twitter sites. Key, right? Yeah, like it's Facebook, yeah. Facebook, we it's the post all one. our stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We have a YouTube channel as well. Oh, those are fun. Good Bad the Band. Reverb Nation. That's a good uh, one. What else? Number one music. It's just like, sure. I keep getting emails from these things. I don't even know what they are. <laughs> you're like, sure, accept, accept, sign up, sign yeah. up, accept. If you're looking us up online, don't don't get deterred by all the good, bad, and the ugly websites that'll pop up. That's oh, right? Us? Yeah. That's not, that was the not thing about the Neckbeard Boys. It was very searchable. You type in the Neckbeard Boys, Neckbeard we were the Boys. only people True. that came up. You know what I'm saying? True. Uh, I'll have yep. to work on that. But now we're the good, bad, so. The good, bad, right. The bad, good. <laughs> and when you guys are recording is it usually in a studio or we do uh, so we do some stuff you know outside like fun stuff but our our albums that we put out our produced music that we put out is done in a studio here in the city with a producer named zach phillips and, awesome. uh, is that producer? yeah if you're listening out there zach thanks yeah. <laughs> uh, over at uh, high street studios which is oh, it's yeah. nice to be local our very first we one we did in them. new orleans and that was awesome it was oh, a great wow. experience but it's been really nice to have it 
here at home. What's the difference between recording out there versus here? Is it just a different vibe? Uh, the vibe is different. Um, also, just the general familiarity, A, with the room, and B, with the producer. Mm -hmm. uh, that helps. It helps a lot to have a, a great rapport with this person. I imagine if we knew the producer in New Orleans very well, it would have been equally as positive. But uh, I think the big, big part of it is just being familiar with the area, feeling comfortable. Mm. Do you feel comfortable right now? No, I'm super. <laughs> <laughs> I'm super You're crawling out of your skin right now. <laughs> well, I think we have time for two more songs. Does two that work songs. for you guys? Works for me. Two oh. What do you got in mind? Uh, we could do uh, Old Trick, or we could do Anything Before. Let's do uh, Anything Before and then uh, Joshua. Great. Sure. How's that sound? That sound I agree. So anything, anything before is, is kind of like our single of our um, latest album, our self-titled album. Uh huh. Um, and you can find uh, our music video of anything before on YouTube if you type in. YouTube. It's also on our website. Um, yeah, I'd probably go to our website, uh, goodbadmusic.com, and it's just right up in there. And again, you guys are playing tonight at Amnesia down the street from Mutiny Radio. So if you're in the area, definitely go check them out. And uh, do you have a lot of people coming to the show tonight? We do. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, it's always funny, like when you create events on, like when you spread the word. Facebook. Yeah. Facebook is one of the best ways to do it. And yeah. You kind of judge like how big of a crowd you're going to get by the people that respond to your Facebook. And, like, it's Because uh, they're committed. You get about 30 or 40 percent of that. Uh, yeah. Just an equation for that's that. Pretty, There's some math behind yeah. it. No, sure. Now that they've added that, like, I'm interested in this event, I'm not committing to it. Button. <laughs> yeah. Makes people feel better. Yeah, yeah, right? So we've got like 130 people that are interested. Yeah. And then like 50 people that are confirmed. So... That's a small bad. for that yeah. many people. <laughs> Usually here in the city, on any given night here in the city, especially on a weekend night, we probably draw about 150 to 200 people. Oh, Good wow. for you. Um, yeah. That's and, amazing. And cannot support that. So. <laughs> They're going to be outside cheering you on. That, that happens sometimes. <laughs> All right. This song is called uh, Anything Before. All right. And uh, actually... I don't know if this person's out there listening, but this song is uh, near and dear to my heart, obviously, because I wrote it. But uh, <laughs> a good friend of mine is, is moving to Kansas City, and this, this song is, is a lot about the experiences that her and I have shared. And it's not the most positive song, but the outcome has been incredibly positive. And uh, I hope if she's listening that uh, she likes it. All right. Flow, flow. You gotta know that that ain't me 
yielded, guided by high society, open for the best. Praying someday we can finally lay these demon rest. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's on their own ride. It seems like everybody else is on everybody else's mind. I paid my price at the door. I know I'm not the only one, but what am I complaining for? Bumping into empty spaces, filled up with empty faces. I don't need to know where they've been, yeah, cause we all got these demons within. Hopefully they were listening. I hope so. <laughs> if not, nice. they can always tune in later. Ah, all right. <laughs> and um, so that's more of a personal yeah. thing going on. Yeah. Okay. That's just special. <laughs> that's just a yeah, special little private thing. Awesome. That I just shared with the world. <laughs> we only play wow. that it's not private. <laughs> <laughs> we only play that at radio stations. <laughs> <laughs> For the whole world to hear. <laughs> right. I hope that people in my songs don't care about that. I know I have an ex-girlfriend who um, is pretty vocal about the fact that I, I wrote songs about her. She's always, we're still friends, and she's always confused as why they're so angry. <laughs> they're all really angry what is songs. You're like, it's so I wasn't angry at you, baby. Right, exactly. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I channeled my anger over here so that we can still be friends. It's like a release valve. Yeah, yeah, that's a great way of thinking of it. That still doesn't good sound good. <laughs> <laughs> we're still scared. Yeah. <laughs> How does the songwriting process work for you guys? Do you kind of write your own? Well, we have um, then... a little bit of an interesting one. I don't know. Songwriting is so 
personal for a lot of people. Um, everyone does it and approaches it differently. Mm -hmm. um, both Aaron and I write songs. Also, Audra writes songs, and Peter writes songs too, but we don't play any yet. Um, none of his songs, right? None, not yet. Okay. <laughs> Working on that, though. Um, I know for, there are a lot of songs that Aaron and I have written together where one of us brings the music and has an idea for the lyrics, but doesn't, you know, we just end up working together because it's fun. And then um, I personally, I tend to do a, um, a process where I, I'll write like a song a day for like a week or two weeks straight and just output massive quantities of music. And most of it is terrible. <laughs> and then at the end of it, I just kind of, maybe I'll take one song or a bit from this song, a bit from that song. And then... I'll have the music, and the band will learn the song, and then when we have to record, I'll eventually write lyrics. Eventually. Yeah. So it's the music first, then lyrics come. For me personally, through. yes. Yeah, for me, um, that's most. That's the case most of the time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, pretty much all the time. Music comes first, and that kind of inspires lyrics. But for me, you know, I, I go through waves of, of inspiration, and I have to wait for inspiration in order to write a good song. If I force it, it's, gonna, it's not going to be a good song for me. So, like, most of the songs that we play in this band, I wrote the whole thing, like, in a span of t 10 minutes to a half an hour because it's just, like, this inspiration just came and hit me, you know? Mm -hmm. Fiddle and Dirty, um, I watched a video of these, like, these kids busking on the street. I, I wasn't expecting you to say that. What? I was expecting you to say something else. Oh. <laughs> right, with the name like kids. Fiddle and Dirty, yeah, and we like, can watch uh, a video on the internet. Yeah. We're kids, okay. Okay, continue. <laughs> These kids are busting on the street, and I, uh... <laughs> Sorry, that was inappropriate. For me. <laughs> and, uh... And I kind of created, like, a whole backstory as to, like, why they... How they ended up where they did, and that's the song. You know, uh, but that's just an example. But, yeah, like, mo uh, I wait for the inspiration. Otherwise. That's that's the way to go, right? Sure. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> You're not allowed to speak ever again. <laughs> um, all right, why don't we do uh, one more song for you guys here? Yes, uh, This is another man. We're playing a lot of old ones tonight. Um, just a good time for it. This song is called Joshua. Um, this is the second song we wrote in this band. We wrote a song called Drinkin'. And we're not going to play that. But you can hear that tonight at Amnesia if you, if you make it to the really? show. Joshua was the second one? Joshua was the second song we wrote. Maybe the third. And I wrote it on the banjo, actually. I'm still learning fun facts about all this. I'm very relatively new. Yeah. So this is all. This is nice to hear. <laughs> it's infor informative for the banjo player. It really is. <laughs> all right. Joshua.
Won't you put that bottle down? Come back into the fold. Joshua. You could clear your head for heaven, boy. Oh, baby, away with gold. Joshua. Walk now in the water, sun, and wipe your sins away. Joshua. Sometimes you can hear this. Uh, when a person is smiling while they're singing, <laughs> Peter just did something that I don't think I'd ever heard before from him on that song. And it just, I looked over at Aaron and he just had the same <laughs> grin on his face that I did. And it's always, it's funny how that changes the way you sing when you get a big smile on totally. your face. Yeah, definitely. And do you get it? Um, obviously, you're probably going to get a different vibe depending on where you're performing and no, just absolutely. the circumstances. I love that. I yeah. love watching videos of my favorite people. They're like, Sorry, it's such a tangent, but so, go for it. So happy. <laughs> but something that I love about this band, because the audience isn't always great. Sometimes we're playing at private parties or events where people consider us background music, which isn't a lot of fun. But it's always fun to play with these guys because everyone's just having a great time every Aww. time. Oh, <laughs> 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 Have a pretty damn good time. Oh, Peter. <laughs> How did you join the group? Uh, I was playing with a group before we're kind of like on a hiatus and I was I just got back from a I just got back from a trip and I was like I really 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 want to get another band that's more my style mm-hmm. and uh, I went on Craigslist which I've done a lot of before and I found like bands but it never really worked out but then I, I hit up Aaron I didn't know at the time but I hit mm-hmm. up Aaron for a banjo player mm-hmm. and then he gets back to me immediately and then next thing I know I'm like you're here, I'm, boom. I'm here, yeah. So <laughs> it's worked out so far. Well, it was awesome to meet you guys. Thanks so much for stopping yeah, by. Thanks so much for having yeah, us. Thank this you has been much. a great time. Yeah. And we wish you the best of luck tonight in your three, your, you guys are playing in three of the bands. Yeah, Audra and I are playing in three of the bands. That's amazing. But you want people to be there specifically for... Well, this is, this, this is <laughs> for both of us, I believe, this is our, our, my main project. Yeah. You know, this Maybe. is everything. 
that we're throwing our heart into. Your heart and soul. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Well, people should stop on by Amnesia at 1030 tonight. Well, they can come. At and eight, they can come now. When the door is open, there'll be some comedy at 830. They can then... start drinking now. Yeah. They can and that's it. It is. Saturday night. I would have never known. <laughs> Now I know. <laughs> Good now job. I know the truth. <laughs> Good job at hiding it. Well, it was great to meet you guys. Right, yeah, and well, um, good luck to you guys, and hopefully we'll be seeing you again soon. Thanks. Do you, awesome. do you need help carrying your... No. <laughs> I, I had some trouble there. <laughs> I was like, good God, she's dressing me with this. <laughs> That's right. It was a good, it was a good yeah. test. It was a really good test. Her base. I'm not used to carrying huge instruments. With the mandolin. It's like, what was this? Stay tuned for more Mutiny Radio.
I've done And I know that it's only just begun Those smiling faces, you know I just can't forget them But I love Think of all the things I've seen And I know that it's only the beginning You know those smiling faces I just can't forget them But for now I
that we're gonna see tomorrow You and I gotta look to the sky We're gonna die wondering why life ain't nothing but sorrow Cause it's gonna be a while Till I get to see
was the good bad. They were just here. They did a in studio performance, a live in studio performance of that they were song. Amazing. They did that song, right? They did do that song. That was anything before. And they're going to be playing tonight at Amnesia. Oh, I love Amnesia. And two of them are playing in two of the opening bands, so you better go check them out. Yeah. Eight o'clock. Eight o'clock. Be there in 26 minutes. Wow, right to the T. <laughs> and before that was the B-52s. Rome is the song. And before that was Graham Coxon from Blur. That's one of his solo uh, situations, you and I. Before that was the Beatles from Abbey Road, who just, they recently, their music became available on Spotify. Spotify, yeah. So that was amazing. Michael Jackson let it go, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I think it's on by Paul McCartney now, right? Oh, is it? He did, took it back. Did, did Michael Jackson will all of the Beatles music back to Paul McCartney? I think he had to buy it. Oh, he had to buy it. Oh, <laughs> he was selling all the shit. knows how to be a baller. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Even in death. <laughs> That was from uh, Here Comes the Sun. Before that was Lou Reed uh, from his self-titled album. The song's called I Love You. (laughs) I just had to do that. And before that was Underworld. Um, You probably recognize the song from the end of Train Spotting when he takes the bag and you know, basically flips off his friends and takes off. Apparently there's a sequel to that coming out very Trade soon. Spotting 2? No <laughs> yeah. way. Yeah. So we're looking forward to that. And that song's called Very Interesting. <laughs> and that song's called Born Slippy. And uh, Pam Benjamin is here joining us. How you doing, Pam? Hey, Alicia, Crystal, nice to be here on Sounds from the Street. You I'm sound so, so calm. <laughs> well, hello, Pam. It's the drugs. Yeah. Is it? <laughs> And who's your friend here sitting next to you? David, the neighbor. Hello, David. I'm the neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you're welcoming yourself. He, he also, I'm David, the neighbor. He also, uh, he's a I'm actually not your neighbor, but no, I'm you're close to. No, you're Alabaster's neighbor. You're close enough. You're my neighbor now. True. You're I'm literally right next, next to her. her. So technically. Literally, I'm a neighbor to you all. Yeah. Here we all are together as neighbors. <laughs> are you wearing a Uniqlo jacket? No. Oh, okay. okay. There's it's, something on it. It's actually a diesel jacket. Oh, oh and, shit. And no, no. You know what's funny? My because, mind was blown. No, no. And, you know, my... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, my mind gets blown, too. <laughs> but <laughs> I realized, like, it's a, it's more of, like, a city fashion jacket because I was up in the mountains, and I'm, and I, I'm from the mountains, actually. Mountain and I always wore, like, North Face or Marmot, like, big, heavy down jackets, like, real down. And then I bought this, so I thought, I thought it was like pretty, like really pretty <laughs> and cute. Well, but let me I know, tell well, you. capital W E L L dot dot dot. Like I was like, oh. And then I went up to the mountains, and I was like wearing this. I'm like, I'm flipping cold. It's and so I was like, so it it's work. actually it's not, it's, not it's, it's just city fashion. It is for a city fashion, yeah. and that's why. I, oh, that's what diesel is, and that's what it is. So. Yeah. But Uniglo is awesome. <laughs> My underwear are Uniglo. Oh, well, shit. how did I know that? Well, you not yet. <laughs> it's, it's, it's the Chinese that make it, right? What is Uniglo? Japanese. It's Japanese. Oh, even yeah. better. Yeah, I, they, they had a cashmere but Chinese torture. dollars. You know, Chinese. they love to torture their people. So uh, well, I I thought that was only the North. Which Koreans? I don't know. I'm trying North to be racist. I can't even do it against Bali, Asians. Indonesia, <laughs> Guatemala. Oh, okay, Apparently, though, okay, their employees okay, okay. have to carry a pad and take notes on like what customers tell them. Because I know somebody who used to work there, and he's like, yeah, it's like they a They don't use iPads? 
No, they use like pen and paper. They're taking it back and they're just what like is writing that? down. <laughs> right? That's like so dino- dinosaur. Post-it. Do they, do they like, take those notes? Post notes? What? Turn them into poems? What do they do with all that? I don't know. Me. I think they get I reviewed like at iPad. the end of You don't even have to look at the person. It's quicker. Your mind to your fingers with the iPad. Just hook it up to the side of your head. Right. Because everybody would just be on Facebook if they had an iPad. I'd be like, I know. I don't think Facebook's as entertaining as everybody thinks it is it just makes me feel like a shitty person i love it you have some great <laughs> posts on there it's all just I promotion love it too. i just don't know any other free um platform to do promotion on they just everyone wants to make you pay to promote your stuff and facebook's the only thing where it's like still free and you're trying to sort of use what is there mm-hmm. like a social you can run a business on facebook nowadays easily you can sell things it's really on facebook good. it's nutty. you can do anything you want on facebook it's and it's crazy to me that they do they take a cut Who you knows? can find can double ended dildos on facebook you can sell yourself like, on craigslist oh, okay. that's where you do that i'm gonna yeah. do that later misconnections <laughs> well no um i had a friend who used to be a, a naked house cleaner and she would get paid 300 dollars an hour to go to dudes houses and just clean their house and not wear clothes do you have her oh, card? Wow. She didn't even have to have sex with them or anything. She just cleaned their house yeah. naked. Do you have her card? Well, no, she's on Craigslist. <laughs> oh. Uh, but she, she said the craziest one was a guy made her. He didn't make her clean her house. It was one of those rich houses on the hill, and everything was like glass and stainless steel. And he brought her into this big stainless steel kitchen, and he tried to make her make an omelet on a stainless steel pan with no butter. And he yelled at her about the eggs every time. And she did it for like an hour, but she got 300 bucks. And all he did was yell at her in his kitchen about how she couldn't make an omelet without butter. Without butter. And it was Do sticking, it. In, in, a, in a stick pan. Pam, it was like, a, it was one like an aluminum pan. One question. Yeah. Does she have a twin? <laughs> No. And is it double or nothing? Double or nothing. And how much is it for two? <laughs> the thing is, if a bitch can't make a fucking omelet, no, I'm kidding. Uh, if a bitch can make an she's omelet, she's good for nothing. If she can, can do you, can it you in plant a asparagus with that omelet though? That's the question. I like the butter part. Without <laughs> butter. butter, no, no oil. Try to make an omelet in a in a stainless steel pan. Good luck. Oh it's always gonna stick. It's just like protein. <laughs> Just talk. Oh, we're talking about the comedy festival. Yes, right? tell yeah. us more about right. the comedy Sweet. festival. It's all gonna stick, honey. It's Don't worry. Gonna, I Hopefully, stick. it'll stick to their This mind. will stick. Don't. Oh, Stainless baby, steel. it'll stick. <laughs> well, there's gonna be a lot of dick jokes uh, at the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. We love dick jokes. Yeah. Oh my God, so many. Uh, March second through sixth. It's five days. There's 25 shows in five days, all here wow. at the station. There are also other super fun things that are happening outside the station, but you kind of get invited to those once you do the station thing. Like there's a there's a thing on. We have a couple free beer events, but the only way that you get access to them is by like you know being like, oh, what about the festival? I'm not gonna tell you about the brainwash show hmm. unless. Ooh. Got, yeah, we've got. Hmm. So we have we have. There's one venue that's here. We have 25 shows in five days here, uh, from six to 11 every night. And then we have a show at SF Eagle on Wednesday at midnight, and we have a show at Brainwash on Saturday right from down. two to four. Uh, our sponsors hmm. are PBR, so you'll know what you'll be oh, getting shit. for free because PBR is a sponsor. PBR. Yeah, I know. PBR is a sponsor. Uh, also, Alt California Botanicals, the best medical marijuana in the biz right on. oh my gosh pbr and and yeah and mix and, 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 and marijuana also sounds like a late night Asiento, <laughs> right up the street from us they're a supporter they're having the open night party on wednesday the second uh, where it's ha- and if you ever go to Asiento the entire week and you say you're from the festival you get happy hour prices no matter nice. what time it is so you can go to Asiento at like 
you know, midnight on a Saturday and be like, ooh, I was at the festival, and you get happy hour prices for everything, have food and drinks. So please. They have some really stiff drinks over there. Yeah. yeah. For half yes. off, happy yeah, hour. Well, happy hour prices. Uh, and then, uh, like I said, SF Eagle, Asiento, who else is our sponsor? Brainwash. Uh, and then we have two artists that are making stuff for us for the gift bags. Don't we have one other sponsor? Who is it? Oh, S- Subliminal SF. Uh, they make this T-shirt I'm wearing right now. It's I want to buy fuck, that. Yeah. Fuck, I'm gonna buy that. Fuck it says NWA. fuck NWA. And it's and the police. It's the picture of the police. <laughs> a picture of the police. But like, like a, you it's know, Stuart classic. Copeland Sting, and Stuart Sting. Copeland. It's a great shirt. It's a, yeah. And it says fuck NWA. So. Whoa. Uh, but this was made by Subliminal SF. He also has a great shirt of. Um, it has a picture of um, the black comic from seventies, and he's awesome. Richard and Pryor? Richard, Pryor. Richard Pryor, and underneath it says "High on Fire." So it was made for the band High on Fire, and it's a picture of Richard Pryor. It's High on Fire. Well, Richard Pryor was high. He on was fire. high on fire. Right? Literally, so great. yeah. Literally high on fire. <laughs> Absolutely. So Subliminal SF is an amazing T-shirt company. Torch. They also do all kinds of. They're doing all the um, pictures and. Um, images for the festival they've done so we're really thankful to Subliminal SF what do you think Sting thinks about it they actually gave him a cease and desist letter from the police from the band saying like you can't make that shirt anymore but he's yeah, awesome. he's like, you know I don't, think you, I don't think you can make that shirt anymore because it's my I'm going to wear it to the Sting concert yeah <laughs> I love Sting I, like I saw Sting open for the hey, Grateful Sting, Dead look. That's really weird. Sting, 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 NWA. Sting opened up for the Grateful Dead in 1993 in Las Vegas, and I was there. It was when Jerry Garcia was still alive. Oh my god! And I was actually more excited about being like I was in the front for Sting, and I have pictures of him and everything. I was like. Yeah. You know what? And then for like the Grateful Dead, I was like, eh, fuck this, I'm on acid. Who cares? Yeah. But like, Sting, Sting was I was my... in the front. That's Sting, awesome. Sting was my first concert ever right after he left the police. Awesome. And it was the Dream of the Blue Turtles album. And it was with Brantford Marcellus on saxophone. It was really amazing. They did a lot of police covers. It was really cool. I was super young. And um, I was really, like, I went home from school sick that day. And my mom said, well, if you can go out and cut the lawn, I'll still let you go to the concert. So I went out and cut the lawn, puking at every trip. <laughs> and I still went to the concert, but it was great. Awesome. And then that. I saw the Ramones, front row, when I was Woo! 19 years old. Whoa. My second show ever. 19 wow. years old, front, front row, row, Ramones. Wait, wait you're? <laughs> he doesn't want to say. The no, no, 90s, right? I don't remember. I'm in 84. Sure. <laughs> 96. No, 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 no. You're uh, 95. 19. No. So the, 95. The Ramones. No, no. The Ramones. 91. The Ramones was 1993. Oh, 93. Okay. Oh, okay. Yep. Yeah. That's when I saw the Sting. That was great. And then Sting was like 1991, <laughs> I think it was. Like. We're about yeah. the same age. I'm old. I'm an old duck now. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm 41. I'm, uh, I'm 42. There we go. <laughs> so we're both Listen, old two duck. All right, 1973. This is 1974 calling back. All right. And saying that acid wash jeans are coming back. Did you know about this? Yes, we did. They're totally coming back. Like the 80s, everything comes back. Bell bottoms came back, went around. Acid wash jeans, never thought it would happen again. It's oh happening. My God. It's happening. It's insanity. Why? Everything, everything is happening. Why do hipsters think that acid wash jeans are cool again? Why do Cinching, when are the cinching the jeans coming back? Remember cinching from like the early 90s where you'd wear your dad's jeans and they were too Why big do hipsters think hipsters are cool? It's just, I don't think anyone thinks hipsters <laughs> no, are cool. It's, like, it's just what? they have enough money to pretend that they're cool. I right. think that's how it works. Like yeah. hipsters? Valencia Street. <laughs> He's moving the thing away. It's so funny. No, we <laughs> like, enjoyed David's rhetoric. Like hipsters okay. made like a hipster. 
This David's it's rhetoric corner. Hipsters made a hipster union. Like back in the sixties, like you know, uh, uh, Lou Reed or Bob. He was a hipster. Andy Warhol. Andy Warhol and um, there are uh, Kim Kim uh, Kim uh, Gordon. No, John Hill. Yes, that that woman. Anyway, they all made a movement because that's just how they live. Hipsters made the movement of hipster nation. They created that. Like back then, no one thought about it. They just dressed that way and lived that way. That lifestyle. They lived on the streets. Yeah, and now like the way they wore their jeans or their. Chelsea boots or whatever and their beards and all that fucked up shit. People like grow now to like be fucked up shit. They all do that to make But a, the a difference the difference it's is all statement nowadays. The difference Everyone is something to do something that for the, them. The difference is that back exactly. then they were doing it from an authentic point of view and now people are paying lots of money to recreate yes, the authenticity. Exactly. And you Leave can't recreate down. authenticity with no, money. You can never you can only be authentic by being authentic. You can't yeah. pay for authenticity. It's impossible. She hit the nail like on you the can't. Right there. It's, I mean, but you can try. Yeah. I mean, how many guys in flannels with beards do we have to see? Too many. I mean, no. I, way too fucking many. Way too many. And how many of them? On the street. Okay, so let me go on a rant really quickly. Let me go on a rant. Pam. Do it. The more red shirt. Here's the problem. These fucking hipster assholes with all their money and they you spend $1,500 on their fucking mechanical skateboards. Learn how to skateboard for real, you fucking pussy. I saw a fat man riding a fucking <laughs> electronic skateboard. Front and back, with a stupid helmet on. And I was like, it wouldn't be a fat fuck if you could ride a skateboard for real, <laughs> you goddamn hipster asshole. Oh, you $1,500. Now I can be a skateboarder took me five years to not fall on my face i broke my nose lost teeth you fucking dick oh now i just forward and break with this little thing because i have fifteen hundred dollars you well, suck my question is, anyone with an electronic skateboard who hasn't skateboarded in the past is an asshole my period. question is Agreed. why do you wear work boots and you don't work <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck's wrong with you man and they what's look going so, on they look so scuffed up and so worn out and so Deteriorated and Coding dentured and, and coated and Carhartt. And like, why? You don't fucking work. And your beard is like so perfectly shaped. The like, Google oh, guy wearing Carhartt. There's like, no story behind how it either. How long does it take you to get dressed? It takes a lot of money to look that poor. <laughs> what the There's no you? blood, sweat, and tears Hipster, behind it. Get over it. Be yourself. Be unique. Don't be like anyone else. Fucking do your thing. Do your fucking thing. Don't go out there and try to be like everybody in this fucking city. Don't be gay because you need to be gay because you fit in. Don't be whatever you need to be. Like fucking. Just be you and get over the fucking bullshit, dude. Because it's wrong. They've got enough money to be anybody they want to be. They can dress up like. Hipster, be fucking real for being a hipster. Shave your fucking dirty beard. Grab some new fucking shoes and stop paying sixteen dollars for a chicken sandwich. Can we stop paying sixteen dollars for? Can we stop paying sixteen dollars for a for a fried chicken sandwich? If we could Bullshit. stop doing that, that would make me not have to pay. Well, like, wait, I'd pay eighteen dollars for a fried chicken sandwich. <laughs> that's good that's the reality, right? <laughs> that's my reality. Oh my god, fried chicken sandwich. Eighteen says sixteen. 
All right, I'll take it. The more, uh, how do you add value to something? How do you, and, and I think that by raising the cost of things, somehow people think it adds value. That's why for the for the Mutiny Radio Comedy the Festival, the what shows are $10 a piece for every individual show. But if you buy a festival pass, um, it's mm. only $150. So instead of $250, you only pay $150 for the whole festival, access to everything. How amazing. But you can also buy day passes for 35 So instead of like, or having individual shows for ten, you can get the festival, the day pass for thirty-five. Can you get half day passes for um, sixteen fifty? No, but if you but if you buy a day pass and you tweet it or you Google Plus it, we give you ten percent off. So oh, your wow. ticket can really be thirty dollars to have access to five hours five of shows. comedy, however okay, you want. Now you're getting all hipster on us. Hold on. I'm just second. trying to monetize. Tell us about the sober set versus super. Oh my god, the sober set versus super stoned. This is the best show. <laughs> So wait, wait, the comedians. Wait, which one are you? Which one am I? Uh, well, no, this is. I think I, I can guess. I'm, I'm not even hosting the show. Clay Newman is hosting the show because he's a super stoner. But uh, the comedians are first gonna do a set sober, and then they're gonna go out behind the door, and I'm gonna give them a blunt, and they're gonna smoke it to their dome, and then they're gonna come back inside, and they're gonna do another set, and we're gonna see what the fuck just happened. <laughs> Does it matter? Are they still as funny? Are they different? What's happening? They were sober. They smoked. A, like a huge blunt to the dome and they come back in <laughs> and do another set. It's going to be a lot of fun. Sounds amazing. I think it's going to be fun. Uh, that's and good. then what happens? And then we all laugh. There's a there's an underwear <laughs> only show. <laughs> I hope so. There's an underwear only show. Um, I think it's Friday underwear night. only. Underwear only. All the comedians are going to be in their underwear. Sexy the comedy. Sexy comedy. Here's the thing. One of the girls, Wednesday Weiss from Oregon, is a professional stripper in Portland, Oregon. She's also a comedian. That's her to be. She actually does a naked comedy mm. show in Portland. Do you have Portland. her card? By oh chance? yeah, she's fucking hot as fuck. She's gonna be here. Okay. So you guys Woo! get to see her. I think that for the, I think she's. <laughs> gonna be on the website you can but so for the underwear show high five, high five, so high for the five underwear the show here. i'm hoping that the stripper for the underwear show starts in her underwear and then she takes off her clothes she has no, that's why we painted the window you guys the reason we painted the window was for potential nudity uh, during the potential. comedy festival i mean just to, it's also a good backdrop and everything else but i definitely didn't want people seeing in at night with the naked ladies on stage but wednesday weiss out of portland really excited for all of her sets her comedy is so funny and just so great we have a roast of Jesus on Sunday at six. It's gonna be amazing. It's gonna be there's, fun of Jesus. There's people Sunday. coming from all corners of the country. There's people yeah. coming from out of the country. It, right? Yeah, we we have we have Germany, uh, New York, uh, Georgia, uh, Pennsylvania, Indiana, Texas, Utah, South Carolina, Michigan, uh, Illinois, Washington, Oregon. Uh, I think you've named most of the states. Yeah, well, the, it's what huge. About, it's 24 comedians from all what, over the place. So that's so like insane. Jupiter, Mars, Venus, Uranus. No, uh, I wish Uranus. I could get a Mexican <laughs> alien. Uh, we do, we do have an that alien. A that's a good one. People come from all over for Uranus. We we do have a Mexican alien all the way from uh, L.A. named Eric Escobar. There you go. Uh, but we have, and that's the thing. We're you almost half women. Out of the 24 comics, the? 11 of them are women. I've never had I got gays. I got trans people. Oh, We're all over the map with these 24 people. Oh, my We're gosh. all over. It isn't just Represent. white dudes. We got black people. We got, I mean, we're all over the place, right? There are still black people on this earth? There are. There are many black comedians. That's awesome. And we, we definitely. I love black people. Yeah, <laughs> I love all people, but I'll never again yeah, say like all white lives people, matter because so I know I like that pisses them people. off. Yeah. They don't like that. Screw they don't this. Like no. 
What? Screw those white people. Yeah. My God. We don't need what them. What are you thinking? Like, hello, I'm white. Uh, uh, I'm white. I checked I'm my white. white privilege at the door. Yeah. But that's not true. I'm still on food stamps. So, like, I have, like, the whitest of white privilege. I'm like, people think I'm rich and I'm on food stamps. It's great. It's fun. It's like... They you just, got it made, Pam. I, I got to get your groceries. That's funny. People think I'm still on food stamps and I'm rich. <laughs> so it's like a whole different It's culture. a whole different... Like, rags well, to riches. Can I help you? You can help me. I went to uh, Whole Foods and they made me... Uh, they made me tell them. They make you tell them you have, you're using your EBT card. And I had I was buying some uh, foie gras. Cool I was buying some foie gras pate oh, and some shit. really delicious no. cheeses <laughs> and um, some cool bread because I was going on a picnic in the park right there by the hate or whatever. And uh, she looked at me and she's like, foie gras with food stamps. And I said, just because I'm poor doesn't mean I don't have good taste. <laughs> like I'm allowed to like foie gras, all right? I'm allowed to eat artisanal meats, You're charcuterie, like, yeah, if you will. You're like, yeah, bitch, that ring looks dumb in your face. You <laughs> know, why do you have a ring in your face? Just ring me up. Bitch. Give me the fuck out So here. you guys should know yes, that. And I like Pellegrino. David's new uh, his business. They're actually being carried now soon at Whole Foods. They're working. He, uh, he makes yeah, simple yeah. syrups with many different so, infused yeah, um, flavors. By Tell them about your business. I love Whole Foods. I love Whole Foods. I love Whole Foods. Do you like their asparagus water? I haven't tried it. But their cucumber spa water? Yeah. Five dollars for like a like a ounce of like spa water. Spa water, you I'm rub like, it on your face. I'm like, wow. I rub it on my cock. I'm like, wow. you're paying five dollars. If it's that fucking good, I'm gonna yeah. rub it everywhere. Like and I don't like rubbing there. What's hell hat? <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> no one likes hand jobs anymore. What happened to the hand job? It's the kick. What did he say? This the kicks of. It's like the. It's a gateway drug. Yeah. Well, because you. It's can like do you know what you really. Why have someone else do it? It's weird. You got to flip your hand upside down. A guy or a girl. You can rub your. You can rub your clit better than yourself, or you can rub your cock better than yourself than anyone else. Absolutely. Ab- right. You that's know true. That's true. You know how you want it. That's how it is. That's right. It depends on. Sometimes like, I depends use on the person. Hands. I'm like yes. <laughs> Professional. <laughs> well, usually I need double hands, but. <laughs> usually. <laughs> Most of the uh, time, I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say thank you, ladies, for letting me uh, anytime be here Pam. And, and promote the festival. He's gonna do the horn again. Oh, yeah. We use that on month. We use that at open mics to let people know that they have a minute left. That's what that horn is for because oh, it's on the radio. We were wondering so when they, okay, when well, they hear the well, honky honky, it means they has a minute. Hurry the fuck up, right? Well, it yeah. Well, it's yeah. It's hurry the. It's you have a minute. So if you're a professional, you use your minute wisely. If you're not, you're like, oh, we gotta get up stage. And if you suck, let's, you run the light. That's let's give it a second to hear Alabaster yeah, play on Alabaster piano. He's no Ray Charles, but he's Alabaster. He's he's more like Thelonious Monker. Oh yeah, he's definitely a Thelonious Monk. <laughs> Art Tatum in uh, training. Baby, cry for me. I'm feeling so melancholy now. It's a very relaxing Saturday evening here at Beauty <laughs> Radio. <laughs> so you heard it. We're gonna have a. Comedy, Comedy festival. festival coming up on March 2nd all the way down to March 6th. And it's jam-packed. Jam-packed. She always what? does it right. Jam-fucking-packed. Like, um, jalapeno jam-packed. Yeah, <laughs> jelly and... Like spicy to the flavor. Mm-hmm. Like. Mm-hmm. Habanera. And sweet, too. Sweet sweet and savory at the same time. Sweet and sour. Sweet and sour, baby. Yin and yang. The way to go. What's up? I don't want to leave. Let's okay, just stay let's here. Leave. 
<laughs> I think you had a, a your fill of the mission today. I think so too. The good bad were here earlier today, and that was a great set. Um, here in some bluegrass here at the radio station, we haven't had that in a long time. Yeah, we haven't had an upright bass here in a long no, time. No, that was that was a breath of fresh air as far as Hell I'm concerned. Yeah. And next week we have Rasa Vitalia. She's going to be stopping Whoa. by. Um, she oh, does hot yeah. music, nice hot music, dance, and vocal. Oh, I love her. And she's a variety artist, so that's definitely going to be. Oh, God, I love her. Yeah, her mad shake appeal will inspire and set our hearts and the stage on fire. Oh, baby, I love her. So <laughs> I love her. Your, I love her so much. Your eyes say it all. My. <laughs> so you want to stay tuned for that and david what's coming up next on mutiny radio enlighten us um <laughs> we asked the right person i know um this is my first time here at this day oh, you're doing so great i don't know what is happening next people you out there we got some Tell comedy me. i think it's some comedy some stand up possibly uh, oh that's right you know what guys? 8 to 10 p.m Andrea to the rescue comedy k-o-m-e-d-y <laughs> just kidding did you pass the spelling bee in school comedy um i don't want to talk about my past okay, okay. we won't we won't we'll leave we it at the door there. you checked it at the door when you walked in but comedy is good and that's why i use it with a k Comedy is amazing. And um, stay tuned for more Mutiny Radio. Tap your toes and clap your hands. Come on, trace the globe and shake your pants. Just twist the hip and do the dip. Come on, shake your back, do whatever it takes. I wanna get down lower than Atlantis, going toe to toe with an enchantress. Get funkier than funkadelic wearing pants. Can you tell me what food relieves insomnia, anxiety, stress, chronic brain, depression, nausea, and can induce euphoria and stimulate appetite?